Bill O'Reilly, the country is at a crossroads here. I don't know if you've had a chance to read the bill, but uh, Congress certainly didn't have a chance to read it before they signed it and passed it. But it is, uh, dare I use the word today, abortion. And uh, the Congress is shouting their abortion. Uh, Meanwhile, the president's about to speak to declare a national emergency. Make sense of this. Uh, well, I'm curious, as far as the spending bill is concerned, what what troubles you about just the actual spending from the federal government until September? Uh, well, it adds a, a whole bunch of spending. I have focused very little on the actual spending okay, in the bill. You don't like it because it's permissive and no discipline. Uh, no, 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 no. It adds a, a lot of new spending, but in this bill... Uh, Let me see if I can find it real quick. It has things in it. uh, For instance, we can hire new border agents, but they have to help people find a place to live. Um, Mm -hmm. You are not allowed to um, use any of these funds. You can now, let's see, none of the funds by this act or any other act or provided from any account in the Treasury of the United States, derived from the collection of fees, blah, 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 uh, can be used to place in detention, remove, refer for decision whether to initiate removal proceedings or initiate removal proceedings against a sponsor, potential sponsor, or member of a household of a sponsor, or a potential sponsor of an unaccompanied alien child. So you can you can no longer use tax dollars to arrest or deport anyone who lives in the same home as an unaccompanied um, uh, uh, child that's an alien right. or could or be a potential potentially live in that i mean that is a any any you know ms13 they say 30 to 40 percent of arrests of ms13 members are quote-unquote unaccompanied alien children sure. so i mean this well, is look um i'm not so worried about this minutia because what i see <laughs> is the long game and that's what uh, President Trump is doing today. What so is the long look. game? Shall, t- t- please tell me the long game. Make me feel better. Re-election of Trump. Uh, okay, that's a long game. Um, so Trump uh, says, look, they got me in a corner. They kind of outsmarted uh, me in the sense that they shut the government down. Americans overwhelmingly don't want that. They don't want that as a solution. Uh, so I got to get out of this. Uh, and I'll get out of it by um, signing the stupid bill oh my God. and then finding money elsewhere, which he has. Well, in, Not, the, nine, in the bill, it also says he can only build in the Rio Grande Valley, and it is intentionally— I, Yeah, but only under the bill it can't. He's going to declare a state of emergency, which is going to override the bill, and basically say, I'm going to build where I want, and I got, I got $9 billion more to do it, and here's where it comes from. Um, he's already got it. He's already got the nine billion. So um, the state of emergency that overrides the dopey bill. Everybody has to understand that. But it overrides, or he's adding on top of it. He's no, adding it on. overrides it because an executive action by the president of the United States declaring a state of emergency where the bills in place can be superseded to deal with that emergency. That's what a state of emergency is. That's why everybody hates it. They don't want to give the power that the president that much power to override the legislature. But the long game is that he knows that if he just wimped away and didn't do anything, he'd lose. Because that 15 mm, percent of the Ann Coulter right would turn on him. And he needs no, to. you know, I, I disagree with you here, Bill. I'm watching Twitter and this may change. 
but I'm watching Twitter and I'm watching the the usual, you know, uh, yeah. border tr- Trump, you know, suspects that are, you know, mad at him if he does anything like that. And they're not for this bill either. He does have another out and that's pass a continuing resolution. Veto this and pass a continuing resolution. I think that, again, we're going to the long game. Number one, the Twitter mob are activists, so they don't reflect his support crew. Um, what the Trump administration and the Obama administration, everybody does, is internal polling okay, that we don't see. And the internal polling, I can tell you for a fact, showed that, number one, Americans not want another government shutdown. And number two, as long as the president starts to build some of the wall, that they're likely to vote for him for re-election. So that's what the internal polling showed, so that the decision was made by the Trump administration to go this way to try to get as many people in his base to basically they don't like it, but they're not going to turn on him. So that is the long game. I want Stu to ask you a question that he asked me, um, uh, and I want to hear your reaction. Well, it looks like, you know, the, the national emergency would get potentially about 8% more of the, the wall built, uh, which is a significant amount on a 2,000-mile border, plus the 2% that's in the bill. So it's, 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 not, it's not insignificant. And I think the border wall is a, is a good idea. Taking out the whole thing about the precedent that the national emergency sets and everything else, this thing that we talked about briefly a minute ago, which basically says you no longer can... Uh, you no longer can use tax funds to arrest uh, illegal immigrants in almost every situation. I think it encourages... No, no, not, not almost every situation. Yeah. Only when minors are involved. Involved. This is but, a but, minor-driven thing. Right. Yeah. I, I, that's true. I, How, I, will, I will tell you mm-hmm. that it's going to be used oh, it'll by increase. people smugglers. Oh, it'll increase. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't right, you... Because, you know, every kid they can find will be stapled to an adult. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. You yep. know, you know that's going to happen. Of course, it incentivizes but, human trafficking. Know, it's, a, it's a chess game here. So you look, you have to step back and you have to say, what is the most effective way to defeat the permissive forces on the left who don't want any border mm-hmm. security? Okay, so, they want so, an open border. So wait, I so wrote wait. a message of the day on BillOReilly.com that laid out what happened in California when the Hispanic population, Latino population. Um, went from 3 million to 15 million. The whole state became a Democratic precinct because of that five-fold jump in Hispanics living in California. That's what happened there. It's provable. So now you have in the latest largest state, one-party state. That's what the Democratic Party wants to do in Arizona, in, in Texas, in Florida, flood the zone with as many Latinos as they can get in here by chain migration, remember, you get in here and you, you establish residency legally, you can take in 30 people. Okay? Mm-hmm. That's chain migration. Mm-hmm. So if Trump gets, doesn't get reelected and someone like Biden or Michelle Obama wins, then uh, we're, our country is essentially going to change um, dramatically. Yes, I agree. Demographically politically, uh, economically, everything's going to change. So that the game that the Trump people are playing now is we have to stop that. Okay, so but if you're you're building a wall, if you're building a wall, I know you say this is a minutia. If you're building a wall uh, with this bill, it 
it accomplishes everything the Democrats want, even if there's no other alternative. Yes, there is a no, continuing this is a resolution. Of, this is a symbol of the fight. It's a I, symbol I of the fight, like I, the Rubicon. Expensive okay? symbol, though. We have to make our stand here because there's nowhere else to make the stand. Where would you make the stand? Say Trump uh, signs the bill, as you suggested, and then does something else. No, no, no. But, I don't want him to sign the bill. My problem is oh, with the bill. My problem is no, with then, the bill the because every— down. No, it doesn't. A continuing resolution. We've had one since George Bush left office. Why this push all of a sudden for this spending bill when you can just do what we've done since George Bush left office? We don't have a we don't have a budget. We have a continuing resolution. So sign a continuing resolution. He has to basically go to the Congress and either put his name on a bill or not. If he doesn't, as you suggest, then chaos breaks out. I mean, it's just all over the place. And he can't even govern because every single day is going to be more litigation. It's going to be this, that. He's overstepped his authority. We want this. Uh, nothing else will get done. The whole government would be paralyzed. What's happening in, in Great Britain with the Brexit thing? So here's, the, here's my feeling. Okay. Um, is uh, He is going to announce a continuing resolution, and he's going to mm-hmm. sign this bill. The bill will be implemented because everyone will be looking at the massive fight that's coming over the um, the state of emergency. And they're going to hold that wall up every step of the way uh, through courts. It will go to the Supreme Court. Marco Rubio just said he's not sure he could support that. I mean, uh, it's it's going to be that's all we're going to be talking about. Meanwhile, more ICE agents will be employed because they can employ another 100 and, uh, 1,200. But none of them can actually work on detaining people. According to this bill, they have to be hired to help relocate people from the border into the center of the country, wherever it is they want to go, and just catch and release. But now, now we're a travel agency. Now ICE is a travel agency. <laughs> yeah, where do you want to go? We'll drive you. We'll try. I mean, it's and that's okay, and look, so so so. My my thought is is that I think you're taking it way too literally. I don't think any of this stuff's going to happen. I don't think any ICE agents are going to help anybody relocate into the United States. They're basically going to try to wall it up in the sense that not going to let anybody in, just like they did with the caravan. All right. So the caravan shows up in Tijuana, and now they're in Texas, and there's thousands of people living in tents. Well, they're not getting in here. All right, they're not getting in here for asylum. They're not getting in here anyway because they walled it up. They basically said, we're not taking you. You're not coming in. And just for the press, we'll take 25 a day. All right, and uh, we'll process them. That's what's going to happen here. It's the same thing. But I, I think that the larger picture is that Americans have a decision to make. What kind of country do you want? All right, mm-hmm. and that's what the Trump people are playing. They're playing, look at these crazy Democrats. Look what they want to do, all right? So you can't give them power. 
And that's what they're gambling on in the White House. No, that, I, that, that message will get through. And I and I think that I'm hopeful that that message is going to get through because we are at the about. we Perception, are at the end of reality. the republic. Back with Bill O'Reilly. We're still awaiting the uh, president to speak. Bill, one quick question for you, because you yeah. are the author of 975 number one New York Times bestsellers. Thank uh, you. And you have another one that is sure to be number one coming up about the president. Yeah. You know him better than anybody. Every time you you've talked to him all the time, you always add really interesting perspective about how the way he thinks. I, you know, at least that's what I think. I don't know what anyone else thinks. Um, but when it comes to this, we know the fight. It's going to be a crazy fight. Why didn't he stand like this when Republicans had control for two years? Because they couldn't get a full caucus in the House because of the freedom people to support what he wanted to do. So the Freedom, uh, what is it? The Freedom, freedom caucus. caucus. Freedom mm-hmm. Caucus. Okay. So they basically said, look, we're, we're hard guys. And, <laughs> You're uh, blaming this, this on what the- we want. And, and Ryan, the speaker, couldn't coalesce. They couldn't get it. And then in the Senate, <clears throat> McConnell kept saying to him, look, I'm not going to get 60. So uh, no matter what I do, whatever proposal I put out, um, we're not going to get 60. We're not going to be able to vote. So you stymied in both houses. Okay, so that's so, so, so but, let me, but that's more, it's more likely now, right? Like now the Democrats have control, at least then the yeah, Republicans. Yeah, but now what he's going to do is not even listen to them. So uh. I, I can't impress upon you enough that a state of emergency gives a president tremendous latitude to do exactly what he wants to do. Oh, I, I, I'm, I am very well aware it's of that. Yeah, though, but, isn't it? But when you say, okay, the Democrats are dancing around saying, okay, now when we get power, we're going to do the gun thing. Uh-huh. But they're going to run up against constitutional issues. On that one, they will. That will be difficult. Yeah, but I, global warming. Global warming, they won't. Because I wrote a really brilliant column that I hope somebody <laughs> read to, to back. I did not. And um, I didn't um, ask anybody about, to read it. What is this <laughs> what is this green new deal all about really it's about totalitarianism yes um in every single country that has gone from uh, a ruler to a dictator the dictator phonied up some panicked thing that threw the population into this uh frenzy that will give away our rights and you can make it better Mussolini. Every single one mm-hmm. throughout history, there's mm-hmm. never been an exception where people voluntarily said, oh, we'd like a dictator. Come on in here, Franco, and tell us what to do. This global warming stuff, this is where well, we're all going to die. Mm-hmm. We're all going to die. Mm-hmm. So we have to do Green New Deal where mm-hmm. we, the Democrats in Washington, tell you what to eat. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to tell you what to drive. What, what medical uh, procedures you can and cannot have, we're going to take your stuff. After you die, we're going to take everything you have. Okay? This is totalitarianism. This isn't democracy. So they want to they control the lives of Americans on every single front. And they're using climate change to frighten People in Berkeley, California, who can barely find their way to the facilities, all right, they're that dense into supporting totalitarianism and one-party rule, which is exactly what they have in California. One-party rule. 
And that's what's happening. And it's frightening because it could succeed with the decline of our educational system. And by the way, the Green New Deal will tell the teacher what the teacher can teach and not teach. It, it extends into every single thing America has. And that's why I've sold 987,000 books, million books, because <laughs> I figured this stuff out first. All right? And well, I only because you were listening to this program happened. about four days ago when we, we said the same thing. <laughs> Look, said, here's the I, thing, Bill. Here's, here's yeah. the thing. You're absolutely correct uh, on that. Um, th- there is a growing uh, fascistic... Um, uh, or or communistic, whatever, totalitarian, yeah, uh, totalitarian uh, view. However it shapes up, there is a totalitarian view. And the one thing you left out is the economy. If the economy, if Brexit goes horribly, which I think I'm hoping is kind of like the hype on, you know, Y2K. But if it goes horribly and Europe goes into the abyss, so do we. And everyone will be clamoring for a bigger government. Uh, and then uh, we 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 see it we see it go away. Um, no, I, I, disagree. I disagree with that analysis. Okay, good. Well, it, we'll, it, we'll it, hang on, hang on. We got to come. We're going to okay. come back um, with more from uh, Bill O'Reilly here in a second. I do want to tell uh, stations that we're waiting for the president to give this speech uh, to declare a national emergency. If he comes out during the break. Go ahead and take that, and we will join it already in progress on the other side with Bill O'Reilly, but we will be taking it live. All right, we're getting ready for the president. Uh, he's expected to make a uh, uh, declare a national emergency. Our chief researcher is in, uh, Jason Batrill. Jason, um, tell me what this... He has to use very specific language here, does he not? Yeah, the, the way the, the law has been changed uh, over the years, he's got to state very specifically how he's going to use the funds and how he's going to, um, you know, everything he's going to use government-wise in this national emergency. So it'll be very, very telling on, you know, how much this can be taken advantage of or abused going forward. We're on uh, we're online now with our uh, White House uh, correspondent, uh, from the blaze uh, in Washington, D.C., and John is sending us pictures that you, we have not seen on TV yet of all of the, uh, uh, I want to say Gold Star Moms, but they're not Gold Star Angel Moms. Uh, they have all been uh, invited to the Rose Garden, and they have pictures of their fallen loved ones. Um, and so there's no doubt in our mind this is where he's where he's going. Um, Bill O'Reilly is with us now. Bill, as we wait for the president, is there anything anything here that you can add to uh, this conversation on, on just even declaring a national emergency? Well, he told me he's not going to uh, go and do it until uh, Beck and O'Reilly were finished on the radio. So. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I'm kind of excited thought. to hear it, so maybe we should yeah. declare we're finished. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he just didn't want that kind of backlash, mm-hmm. um, you know, to, to knock us out off mm-hmm. the air. The only thing I can tell you is that this is the ultimate political chess game. And, and there is only one objective here, and that is to get Trump back for four years so that he can then run wild with what he wants to do. Because they, they're trying to... Um, um, put implement a strategy where he would be reelected and the House would go back to the Republicans. 
okay? And they want to do it by radicalizing the Democrats, and that's not real hard. <laughs> the Democratic Party is. But old Joe Biden's in the race now, as I predicted and told you that he would be the front runner. And unless Michelle Obama gets in, um, Biden, I, I believe, will be the nominee with mm-hmm. Kamala Harris on the second. Um, and uh, Trump could beat him, depending on the economy. So that's what's really in play on all of this stuff. You can get buried in minutia, as Beck has a tendency to do, okay? <laughs> but I'm telling you that these guys, when they have the power in the White House and in Pelosi's office and in McConnell's office, they can figure out ways around this stuff, that you can do that. And it's a short-term play. It's 2020 is, is, is the vote. It's not far away. Um, so that's what it's all about. I, and say, I, you know, minutia is obviously you can get hung up in that. But is it? Are you thinking in a in a in a somewhat minutia friendly way while saying the only goal is twenty twenty? Yeah, election? the long term I mean, goal well, is eighteen months. As you just that, said, that's, that's short term. Look, I know this White House, as you guys know. I know mm-hmm. it. I know it. So that's and what they're thinking. Nobody can say, "Oh, O'Reilly's wrong." I'm not. That's the only thing on their mind now. Mm. That's it. All right. Is so you're scary? not saying give up or, you know, this or that. This, the Border Patrol is going to going to take somebody to 7-Eleven. They'll do it because they'll obliterate all that <laughs> if they can regain power in both houses and he gets reelected in 2020. Uh, it, does that worry you, though, as a motivation? No, no? it does. It, what worries me is, look. I interviewed Don, uh, Donald Trump Jr. yesterday, mm-hmm. all right, for the book, The United States of Trump. And he says something very astute, and, and he was in a great interview, a thousand times better than his father, who, who didn't <laughs> want to tell me anything about his background. I found out anyway. Um, but uh, Trump Jr. said to me, I live in Manhattan, and most of my friends are liberals. And in the past, I could understand many of their positions. Now, I can't. Mm. The party has moved so far left, it's so destructive, that no longer can I even have a conversation with okay. them. Okay, hang on. Here comes the uh, Here president. Here he comes. Here All comes right. the Thanks president of the United on, States. Thanks, Thank Bill. you, Bill. BillOReilly.com Bill is the place to go, as well as uh, he's got the new Trump book coming up, and you can always buy all of his other ones as well. All right. Uh, station Suite. Okay. We are on just a bit of a delay, just a couple of seconds delay. Uh, so we are going to be taking the uh, president who is expected now to make uh, the uh, declare a state of national emergency. And this is going to be a, you know, it's a, it's a big moment. We're yet to see how it's going to play out. There's a huge fight in the, as far as Democrats will definitely try to overturn this. Uh, there will also be a huge court battle and that battle is not decided yet. It's never been tested on something like this. It does appear he can legally do this. On the other side of that, though, it has never been tested on anything even somewhat controversial. So there's a lot of a lot of wrangling to go on. Likely scenario, if he does this, he's probably still not actually starting to build the wall for quite some right. time. He also uh, this will be the first time a state of emergency has actual appropriated funds yes. for anything. Here we go, the president. 